Welcome to the Fresh Take Podcast. I'm Justin Hartwell. The CC Tigers became the first seven seed to advance to the frozen faceoff in St. Paul, Minnesota. We'll be joined by the American treasure today, Ken Landau. But before that, let me tell you about the Craig's Power Equipment. Say goodbye, winter, and hello, spring with seasonal savings at Craig's Power Equipment. Right now, you'll find all snowblowers at cost. Save 10% off all in-stock aerators till March 15th. That is this coming Wednesday. Now's the time to get your mowers and trimmers in for service before the spring rush. And don't miss our open house April 28th. At Craig's Power Equipment, all purchases are service on site and ready to go, and all warranties are handled locally. See Craig's Power Equipment on the corner of Wasatch and Vermahoe in Colorado Springs. Logan will to take the face off in the left circle of the western zone. Will wins the draw. Here's Kazi. He lets go of the shot. Save rebound. Score! Gleason! 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 How sweet it is! Matthew Gleason with the rebound, bangs it home, and three minutes, nine seconds into overtime, the Tigers have punched their ticket to St. Paul. Kazi with the initial shot, and then Gleason bangs home the rebound, and the Tigers are heading to the capital city of Minnesota. That's where they're heading, Ken. That's where you're heading. Going from Kalamazoo to St. Paul, a fantastic weekend, a historic weekend for the Colorado College Tigers hockey team as they upset uh, seventh-ranked Western Michigan in the NCHC playoffs. And on that call, Ken, uh, what kind of emotions uh, were you were you feeling? Because you've had a front-row seat to all of the ups and downs over the past, I guess, half decade or so with this uh, CC program. Well, you know, it's, um, yeah, I guess the emotions were, you know, for 13 games in a row, uh, the Tigers scored all the 13 goals. And then this weekend they score six. So I got a lot of, you know, he shoots, he scores left in me. So (laughs) I was letting some of that out. Um, But, you know, I know how hard this group has worked. Um, I know how hard the players have worked. I know how hard the coaching staff has worked. Um, And their record does not reflect how good a team they are. Um, We can't lose sight of the fact that in the middle of January, this team was tied for second place in the toughest league in college hockey. And then for whatever reason, they couldn't score goals for 13 straight games, average one goal per game. During that same span, they were allowing a little over two goals per game. So when you look at what happened this weekend, it shows you if they score three goals, they're going to win games. Mm -hmm. And they did it against the top offensive team in the NCHC, one of the top offensive teams in the nation, uh, in a building where the Tigers had not won since 2019. CC had gone 12 straight games without a win against Western Michigan. Um, and they got the job done. And what what's great about it, Justin, is the fact that they, 
I mean, they win the series, they celebrate as you should, but this is a very workmanlike and very mature team in the way they approach what they have to do. Um, they know that their job, their task is not over with. So they knock off Western, and next up is Denver. And the Tigers are two wins away from a championship. They're two wins away from the NCAA tournament. Okay, but they're not thinking two. They're thinking one. They're thinking we've got to beat Denver on Friday. And when you look back at the four games that Colorado College has played against Denver this year, the Tigers have been in every single game. And you could make the argument that in those four games, for the majority of those four games, they were the better team on the ice. The results don't indicate that. And it's a result-driven business, as we know. That's what sports are. That's why we keep score. So, yes, they've lost four straight this year to Denver. But they're not in awe of Denver. They're not intimidated by Denver. They know they're as good as Denver. And quite frankly, I think the Tigers are going to play on Saturday for a league title. I'll just put it out there right now. Let's go back to Friday night's game. As you mentioned earlier, uh, CC, they were averaging a goal a game, but all of a sudden Friday night in a 59-second time period, the floodgates opened for the Tigers with scoring three times in that time span. Yeah, it was wild. Um, But it didn't surprise me because I have felt all along that if they can just get that, you know, the first goal, okay, that's great. They get the second one and then the third. My mindset has always been if they can get two in a row, the third one's coming pretty soon after that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's what we saw. And that kind of, that that put a lot of doubt in the minds of Western Michigan uh, at that point. Because you lose that first game at home against a team that is seated well below you, you start to question yourself a little bit. Now, Western came out on Saturday, and they played hard. I mean, they are a they are an outstanding team, and it wouldn't surprise me if Western makes the Frozen Four mm. in the middle of April in in Tampa if they get that far. But this Tiger team is as good as Western. They showed that this weekend. Mm. It wasn't a fluke. This was this was, the weekend sweep was not a fluke. This was you not a fluke. On the it, you went two on the road back to back. You know, it's not a fluke. These weren't fluke goals. These weren't, you know, it didn't go in off somebody's right butt cheek or something like that. <laughs> These were solid, good goals. Talk about so, talk about Caden Embericles weekend. He's just turning into such a star in college hockey. Well, he is a star. Um, you know, he is the best goaltender in the NCHC for my money, okay? And the reason I say that, even though he's maybe not at the top in terms of goals against average, maybe not at the – well, he's at the top in terms of save percentage, and his record isn't anywhere close to the guy at Denver, Magnus Cronup. Um, But he's had to do it with a lot more pressure on him. When you play as well as he has, knowing that the – you know, for 13 games, the Tigers' only chance to win was basically if, if he shut out the opposition, 
when you're only scoring one goal a game, the only way you can win is you if you allow no goals a game. So he has done his job magnificently under a great deal of pressure. And he's uh, and he's just getting started. I mean, as good as he is right now, wait till we see what he's like a couple years from now. Mm-hmm. Especially when this Tiger program has more top-level offensive talent to help him and re- and relieve some of the pressure upon him. Um, but he's great. I mean, he's absolutely great. And as great as he is on the ice, he's even better as a person. Mm-hmm. 53 saves for Emberico over the weekend, 25 on Friday night, 28 Saturday night in the uh, clinching uh, victory with three of those coming in overtime. Uh, who else stood out this weekend for the Tigers? Who are some of the other heroes of the weekend? Well, you know, everybody else that was in the lineup. I can honestly tell you, Justin, that um, because the lineup didn't change from one night to the next, there was not a player in the lineup that did not play top-level hockey mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. Um you know, you go from Hunter McCown, uh, who scored his 20th goal of the season, uh, you know, right through, <clears throat> right through the lineup. Hunter McCown to Tommy Middleton. Everyone in between. The entire defensive core was great. Um, they have bought into the system that Chris Mayotte and his staff have been installed in terms of playing defense. And their defensive style is smothering. Um, they have been able to shut down, by and large, some of the top scoring talent in the nation over the last month and a half. Uh, when you look at Massimo Rizzo at uh, Denver and Jason Poland at Western Michigan and Jackson Blake with North Dakota, these are guys that are used to scoring a bunch of goals, and they have been thwarted by this Tiger team. And it's not just Caden and Barrico. It's the defensive system that the Tigers uh, uh, use uh, for 60 minutes of play. And if they continue to play like that, if they continue to use that defensive system, uh, which has the ability to shut any team down, limit their chances, the Tigers are not done. This season is far from over for Colorado College. I promise you that. Well, let's talk about Friday afternoon, our pregame coverage on KRDO and on KRDO.com starts at 2.30 with a puck drop at uh, 3.07 for television purposes. And I want to remind everybody, turn down your sound on your television set and turn up the American Treasure Ken Landau and KRDO on Friday afternoon. But another meeting with the DU Pioneers in the semifinals. Uh, What are the keys for the Tigers, especially uh, with, you know, DU, let's be honest, DU, they're in the NCAA tournament no matter what happens this weekend. Meanwhile, CC, they're going to have to win two games to get in. Well, I think the keys are, are several. Number one, you stay out of the penalty box. Number two, you stick to your identity, stick to your game plan. Uh, and number three, is just go out there. Look, this this is potentially the last game of the season. Play like it, okay? Play like you don't want to put that gear away until next October. 
or next September when practice starts. And I think they'll do that. You know, the tough thing is that for me, I got to wake up early on Friday <laughs> and stay up, you know, like, you know, cause the, the morning show wakes me up early all the time, but now I've got to stay awake because that game is starting, you know, early Ken Landau time. <laughs> Ken, and, you just can't party way, on Thursday you, you night, said, man. Not, well, not as well, you know, that's what we you know Friday, St. Patrick's day. So, oh. You know, we got to, we're, you know, I'm thinking, you know, a win on in the afternoon and then, uh, you know, some green beer afterwards. Um, but uh, you were absolutely right when you said turn the sound down on the TV. You don't want to, you don't want those guys on the TV side. You don't want to listen to them. They're not really, you know, I mean, they're nice guys, but what do they know? Yeah, don't trust CBS Sports. <laughs> no, trust KRDO and CC Tiger Hockey. You really, you really feel good about the Tigers chances against the uh, Pios. Absolutely. I feel very good. Okay. Um, yeah. You respect Denver. You have to, I mean, they're the defending national champions. They have played like defending national champions all year long. They are a great hockey team, but this tiger team's pretty darn good too. And I think on Friday, they're going to show some people. What does the win over the weekend mean for the program as a whole? Well, I mean, when you look at things uh, historically, it's the first time Colorado College has ever swept the best of three series on the road. So we can start there. So it was an historic moment. Um, I think it shows uh, people nationally that, uh, and within the NCHC, which I guess, you know, is nationally as well, uh, but out, you know, both within the league and outside that this tiger program is making great strides, uh, that this team is poised to keep moving forward. Um, and, uh, you know, they're not done. They're not satisfied with beating Western Michigan, uh, in the first round, not by any means there's unfinished business out there. There's unfinished business against Denver. You finish that business on Friday against Denver, and then Saturday there's unfinished business against either St. Cloud or North Dakota. All right? So you take care of uh, – so there, there's business that has to be completed. And what's kind of crazy through it all, and not to get ahead of ourselves, but if this Tiger team wins Friday and finds a way to win on Saturday, they've punched a ticket to the national tournament the NCAA tournament and back go say two weeks ago, nobody, nobody would even let those words come out of their mouth. Quickly before I let you go, uh, St. Cloud state in North Dakota who comes out on top in that one, they'll uh, square off at six thirty-seven our time Friday night. My initial reaction is who cares? <laughs> Okay, Uh, but you don't want who cares as an answer. You want, you know, like a real answer, like which of those two teams uh, is going to win. And I'm going to go with St. Cloud. Okay, going with the Huskies, huh? Just because there's nothing better than to see 8,000 North Dakota fans in St. Paul, you know, go skulking out of the arena after they've been beaten in the semifinals. (laughs) I knew you would say that. I knew you would say that. Well, Ken Landau, the voice of the CC Tigers, thank you so much. Don't forget, everyone, 
KRDO News Radio, KRDO.com. Friday afternoon, pregame coverage starts at 2.30. Puck drop at 3.07. Turn down the sound of that television set and turn up KRDO and the voice of the Tigers, Ken Landau. Ken, have a fantastic call as you did this past weekend, as you do always Friday afternoon. And also, good luck to the Tigers. Bring home two W's and let's go, I guess, uh, ice dancing in the month of March in the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Justin. As always, it's a great pleasure to be with you. And uh, like you said, let's go Tigers. Let's beat DU and then take care of, uh, you know, whatever's on the left on the table on Saturday. Yeah, take we'll care of the done. scraps on on Saturday. Yeah, do that. Exactly. Thanks, Ken.